Happy Friday to everybody It's going down I told y'all I had a special Special show for y'all tonight And it's going down Live right now Joining me on the show Is the one and only Camille K.O.R. Am I saying that last name right? Yeah, no. <laughs> what, what, what is it's it? It's okay, though. It's power. Rhymes with flower and chowder and... Camille Cowher. Who spelled that like that? It's a German name, although I'm from Irish descent, but yeah. Wow. That's totally different. How you doing today? I am doing great. I am so glad to be here with you this morning. Well, this evening. I'm so used to talking at talk shows in the morning. So Right. Man, we've we been waiting on this one, though. Me and you, I think I'm me excited. and you both been waiting on it. I can't wait. So what's been going on? How was your Christmas? Oh Merry my Christmas to everyone. I'm, I'm glad that it's over with, honestly. Uh. I'm talking about, man, why does the holidays always seem stressful in a way? You know, it's, it's a lot of pressure. It is. I think. Now, especially with social media and just feeling like you have to have the perfect Christmas. I know, right? I know. And especially if you got... Uh, kids who just get stuff all, all throughout the year and, and they just don't understand when you, you know, you're trying to go light because you're getting stuff all throughout the year, but they just don't understand that. No, no. <laughs> Parents are a ATM machine as far as they're concerned. Oh my God. <laughs> Look, so now, now your story um, is amazing. I got I got I gotta say now because even I I didn't realize that um you had done so much and have accomplished a lot as well. And I'm very, very impressed and I wanna thank you for this opportunity for me and the vibe team. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's kinda of funny. I was actually born in Louisiana. So this is a nice way to kinda of go back. Right, right. What made you leave? Um, actually, my father and mother were in the Air Force, so we left once they there. They were taken somewhere else. We went to California, right. and then Europe for like eleven years, and just all over from then on out. I mean, it wasn't really a bad move, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> from what I hear, Shreveport yeah. isn't like the hottest spot it is I now. Know. But it was back when I was there. I know, so. I know. We're going we, we gonna to leave Louisiana alone. We're going we gonna to leave them alone. <laughs> Look, the guys on my radio station, they try to act like Shreveport, Texas. Are you serious? Shady. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I think that um, they do kind of like, um, they kind of like absorb the, um, the Texas culture. Mm-hmm. I, I would say. You know, Monroe, Shreveport, they all kind of like, kind of, they kind of absorb that culture. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Now, um, bachelor's degree from North Carolina University, um, degree in psychology. No. Sociology. Sociology. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about that um, because... I'm pretty sure that 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 helped um, with the career career that you're in now. But um, 
was that the vision then in college with what you accomplished and what you're doing now? Well, to bring it back, when I was in high school, my senior year, my parents separated. Okay. So it was literally like four days before my graduation, their relationship ended. Oh, you see. And so I was like, worst timing ever. Right. So the whole idea of going to college, just asking them to even help me when they have the burden of dealing with their marriage ending, it just seems really unfair. So I tried to pay my own way through college. And honestly, I started working in the film industry to make that happen. So I was able to graduate with sociology degree, completely debt free, because I paid my way through with the entertainment industry. You know what? We gotta clap it up on that right there. (laughs) Debt free through college, one in a million. Debt free. Wow, that's amazing. That really, that really says a lot. When I see those like different millionaires paying off people's debt, I'm like, man. I know that's right. <laughs> the college degree was easy to pay for. Wow, that's 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 impressive. That's real impressive. Which it, it that says a lot. Now, uh, grew up in a film family, mm-hmm. so you kind of grew up in the business. Um, let's talk. Kinda about did. Let's talk about that. Well, I was kind of lucky in the sense that my parents gave me a very normal childhood. We lived in North Carolina as like our home base. Right. And then just would go wherever my father or my mom, mainly my father, wherever his movie was, um, I want to say stations, but that's not the right word. Wherever that location was, that's where we would live. So for like, I lived in Utah, New York, New Jersey, LA, Texas all over America. And so that got me really prepared for the entertainment industry because I moved around 26 different schools. Wow. And several different countries as well as states. So I was used to just always being able to make friends quickly. And with the entertainment industry, you know, like every day, well, since I work commercial, mainly more so than film or television, um, like I get a new crew and got it instantly fall in love and make it like a family instantly so yeah. wow father mr dwight williams award-winning upm uh moms mrs oliver uh gatewood award-winning mm-hmm. artist and retired stunt woman and still mm-hmm. working in commercials how amazing mm-hmm. is that let's talk about that having um parents Seriously. award-winning parents and a mom that was in the stunt industry. Now that's yeah. now that's she's rare. Let's crazy. talk about that. I know she's got to be like super fun. Well, okay, so she's a lot of fun. Uh, she started off in the Air Force and then got into Taekwondo. Taekwondo, sorry. She got into Shotokan Karate, which is like a Japanese form. Right. And so from doing that, she did all these different competitions all around the country and. She was a big deal, like in Germany and Holland as well, like black belt, all this stuff. So it was just a natural progression for her to go from feeding people's butts on the mat to feeding them on the <laughs> <laughs> But not really making a hit. Man, <laughs> mom, mom's, mom's kicking butt, man, for real. Oh, wow. yeah. Look, I didn't get in any trouble because all she would do was threaten me with her hands and I would, I mean, 
like, that's all right. I'm good. Now, now I how did, it how did how, how did how did Pops feel about that? I mean, what was you know, did she have him in line? He was very supportive. My daughter was very supportive. He actually, um, as a teenager, they made me take Taekwondo in order to go on dates. Oh lord! So my dad took the classes with us. It was really kind of like a cute family thing that we all did together. Looking back, I realized I was very much a dork and loved my parents maybe more than more teenagers. Most teenagers. I love hanging out with them and doing things with them. Wow. Now, yeah, let me ask you, let me ask you this before we continue. Are you on, on a Bluetooth or a speakerphone? I am on the regular phone. Okay, cool, cool. I just want to make sure we get the best, best reception here because this, okay. this is remarkable where we're going. Yeah, because I was getting feedback like I could hear myself talk. Okay. I'll make is that normal? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of, sort of, kind of, okay. but we good though. I can hear you good. Okay. Okay. Because I was gonna put it on speaker, and I was like, I didn't know if that was making it. No, that's speaker, speaker is gonna be horrible. We good. Okay. We good. Where we at? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Now, now, what age? What age were you then? Um, because I mean, wow, traveling the world, um, that definitely had to to develop an amazing personality. Too, with being able to travel around the world, um, meet different people, different cultures, seeing how different people are living. Like, I know that that, that developed your personality in a major way. I think so, because I had the joy of, much like an actor, taking on different characters to kind of fill out what kind of person, what kind of personality, like, personality disorder, but I could kind of see really quickly and at each school a different way to try to find friends over. So I would try the dirty route and that didn't work. Or I would try, you know, like different interest groups. Right. Um, so I joined like different political things on campus. I would join the soccer team if they had one, played in the band, did sports, like anything I could do to make friends kind of quickly because I'm an only child and I love talking. Oh, you are so only it was child very too. It was each school that I found my niche, my group, my people really quickly. And it's kind of funny in the sense that some of the people that I collected over the years, I still have friends with now. Now, you know what? It's funny you say that because I was about to ask you that. Like, was it difficult, you know, making friends and then, you know, with your parents being in the military, um, making friends and then having to, you know, maybe relocate or something like that was was that part of it difficult? But you, like you just said, you still stay connected with um, yeah. with your friends and stuff. It would have been easier if social media existed then because long distance phone calls were a thing back then, so I yeah. couldn't stay in contact as much as I would have liked. And so social media kind of made it easier for me to get back in touch with people I knew from different places. Right. But the hardest part was saying goodbye. Like, I am a ghoster by nature now. Because it's just easier for me to just leave the situation and try to say goodbye and see the hugs and the crying. Especially since I always knew it was temporary. Right. And I didn't always... I learned over each time moving, don't want to always tell people that you're only going to for a few months because they're not going to invest in your friendship. Uh, yeah. I learned that so much and that makes sense. going to school to school 
Wow. And I think so many other things that I kind of regret about it, not regret, but just missed out on. I was not able to, like I started with the flute, I did the viola, but I wasn't able to keep it going because I just used so much that the next school maybe didn't have fans or right. different things like that. But otherwise, I think what I lost made up in the experiences of getting to see middle America, city life. Like, I got to live everywhere, basically, and see things firsthand. And a lot of things are in history books, so. Right. I'm not mad about it. No, you shouldn't be. Um, now, relationship-wise, um, was that was that aspect of it difficult for you? I mean, you know, or you just kind of like... Well, <laughs> being a child of divorce and being the only child, it was kind of... Relationships were never my, like, as far as dating anyway, they were never my center focus. And sorry to all my exes that might be watching this. I was that... Like, because I knew I came from a sociology background, Statistically speaking, I just felt like, oh, child of divorce, uh, moved around a lot. Like, I'm just not very that typical girl who had, not typical girl, just typical person in general where I grew up in the same town, I'm going to die, this type of thing. So I just, dating was very difficult because I didn't know people's backgrounds or histories or who their people are and stuff like that. So right. it was hard dating people from, like, basically but I don't know I didn't get too affected until I met my husband so he changed my whole perspective on dating wow how amazing is that though yeah, shout out to the husband too shout out to him <laughs> <laughs> now um now also um man like you wear you wore a lot of hats um, license enthusiast. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so part of my journey of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And initially, I wanted I'm to sorry. work behind the screen. Oh, that's okay. I knew what he meant. I initially, I wanted to work behind the scenes and I wanted to be a makeup artist for movies. So part of that journey, I started working in retail and I met this girl who worked as an esthetician and I was like, ooh, what's that? And then when she explained to me what it was, I was like, ooh, maybe I want to do that instead. Right. So I went to esthetician school, absolutely loved it, did it for a few years and then got the opportunity to work as a makeup artist for Hustle and Flow in Memphis, Tennessee. What? Took that opportunity, loved it, but also realized with my intention Sam, I wasn't made for film movies as a makeup artist. Really? Like you're literally just watching people say the exact same thing over and over again. Right. Waiting for their lipstick, eyeshadow, anything to change so you can reapply. Like it's not it's not as much fun as I thought it was gonna be. Uh, I mean it's still fun if they're getting wrong, but I mean I like I like a faster pace. Right, right. Did you get yeah. you got an opportunity though um, to meet some amazing people though I'm sure. Oh my gosh, yes, um, a lot of idols. I got to work with Diane Carroll. I was her stand-in for having our say. I was um, Audrey McDonald stand. I mean stand-in as well. I worked with Sinai Lathan, um, Robert Roundtree from Shaft. Oh wow. Uh, 
I heard you're invited. So lean on me. The guy from that, I can't think of his name right now. He plays God a lot. I worked with him. I worked with Oprah, which was huge. Robin Givens, like, pretty much everybody. <laughs> Except for, like, some of the newer people I haven't yet. Right. So hopefully I'll get them on my radio show or podcast or I don't see why you speaker. shouldn't be able to. I mean, you know. I'm going to call in favors. I'm just waiting until um, they're on the East Coast. But it's really early to ask my LA friends to wake up to be on my show. It's like 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right, so. right. Is that the, um, was that just the time slot that was available or you prefer that time slot? Well, I'm part of a morning talk show, radio show, so it's part of the morning drive. So our hours are from 7 to 10, and I'm at the 8.15 mark, so it's more like right in the middle, the busier time, so I don't mind it. But right. I just have to kind of stick with East Coast guests. Right, right. For now. For now, anyway. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, we, we... And so somebody wants to take me syndicated and national, go ahead and put that out there. You going. We already claimed it already. Oh, um, here's Oprah. Because it's funny. Like, I never thought I would be working on radio. I mean, I loved watching MTV as a, and DJs and all of that as a teenager. So this is, this is a really fun job. I'm enjoying it. So, um, so that, so, so, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's so, it's so natural though, because it's like, you know, you, you, your parents were in the entertainment, you know, in the mm-hmm. entertainment business. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that was mainly behind the scenes in the because it's not woman, her goal is to not be seen. Right. Or notice that she's not the actor. You know, my father was either the AD or second AD or the producer on the film or UPN. Right. Now, um, being, you know, the, the stunt woman thing is really, really, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, it's just, it's just got me. You know what I'm saying? How many people can say that they, not nah, many women stunt women, yes, yeah. That's what I'm saying. How many people can say that, oh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, my mom. No, my and mom she was, was a stunt, stunt woman, woman on some killer shows, too. But she was a stunt woman for New Jack City. Oh, my and God. And also um, A Man Called Hawk. What? Which was uh, spin off from Spencer for Hire? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't old enough to watch these shows. Wow. <laughs> so, guessing on the date, but um, she did a lot of great, a lot of great movies. And she's still she's still doing commercials to this day, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't keep a working woman from working. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Man, that's that's just that's just amazing. I, I would I would love to meet your mom one day just to just cool. I'd be in awe. Like you know, because to me it's just amazing. Because I, I, in a way, I don't think that I think that they should have like a stunt person award show. You know, I, I don't you think know, that they um, get 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 their just do. They don't all the get way. enough. No, um, I actually had one of the stuntmen from um, Black Panther on my show, and we. He even let me know, because SAG Awards, they do award the stunt people awards, but it's like a flyer that they send them. Are you serious? And then he was like, it was just like an email he printed. <laughs> Not quite that bad, but they, I mean, they make the movie happen. They do all the action, they do all the hard work, sometimes all the love scenes. So 
I definitely think they deserve their due. Absolutely. Vibe Show 97.9. We're going to go to a little commercial break and we will be right back with the lovely Camille. I just bought two of up. Hanging with the game, that shit dangerous. Pocket fuck you with my chain, you should take a look. Come and catch your way to take one out my cup. Damn the OG, damn the police. While I did that speed, moving up your street. When we on the creek, can be sent to the beat. My daddy ain't no night, make no plans, ain't no sleep. Thank you all for joining. Thank you, and I appreciate Thank you for watching. Holly, thank you, my love. My esthetician, Betsy. Um, we went to esthetician school together. Danny Rufin. <laughs> what? Yeah, we back. <laughs> <laughs> right, running now, my mouth. <laughs> now, um, now, I got to ask you about this. Um, being a spa Go for it. director, um, for Million Dollar men's spas in Los Angeles and mm -hmm. North Carolina. How, how are you in two places? So I started in North Carolina and then I moved to LA and did it there too. Mm. Gotcha. So I was able to do it in both places, work at million dollar med spas. So let's talk, let's, let's talk about that. Um, getting into adding yet another, um, putting on another hat. Let's talk about that. Okay, well, I, so I went to SMU school here in North Carolina, like I mentioned earlier, and started doing just regular, working at regular um, spas here, day spas, and then um, I was tired of living here. I wanted to uh, try my seat in North, in California with the spas there, because that was kind of, it just seemed like California was starting all the new treatments. Everything started in California. So I right. wanted to go to California and learn from all the different lines that were there. So I started actually uh, as a pharmaceutical cell rep for a skincare line that mainly sold to plastic surgeons and med spas. So I could find uh, out who to work for. Right. I did that for like six months, almost a year. And then discovered which spas to work at, which at Equinox was just opening up a brand new spa in Century City. 
I was a spa director for that, opened that, and had a great time there, and really missed doing facials. So I left and went to Kate Somerville, which is in West Hollywood, where I had clients like Paris Hilton, um, Sydney Poitier's daughter was one of mine. Um, Big thing. I'm blanking on her name, but she's married to one of the Grey's Anatomy guy, Justin Chambers, I think is his name. His wife was one of my. Um, Patricia uh, Arquette was one of my clients. I think so. Oh, I'm blanking on some of these people's names, but I, mean, I don't want a great client. You ain't going to be able to get everybody. Come no, I can't. <laughs> we literally had everybody went there. A lot of the Hills people, like everybody. Now, it's, and I always wondered about that. Um, is, is the spas big business? Because I know a lot of people, you know. It can be. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to know that um, because... It just seems like it, especially out in LA. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I, I want, it's got to be big business out there. It's a huge industry. Like, I think they say black women spend about six billion dollars just them. Wow. In the beauty industry, somewhere around there, or maybe six billion, like eighty percent is black. Women. I don't remember the exact numbers. So don't quote me on all of that. But the fact is, ageism is a thing. So a lot of it is preventive, um, trying to slow down the time clock so they can work longer. Right. Whether it's female or male, although I think women were the main character. I mean, the main clients I had is changing because now men are also getting a lot of stuff done because they're trying to work with millennials as well. <laughs> you know, like, right, right. So as much junk as Boomer might talk about millennials. They're competing with them. So now let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that that some of the stuff um, that's going on right now, do you think that it's kind of extreme with a lot of the stuff that a lot of people are doing with with trying to, um, you know, to preserve their youth or whatever? I think there's definitely cases that are extreme. And those are the ones that stick out, because if you do it right, you shouldn't be able to tell. Right. You know, so like the cat women or it's overly done, whether it's with plastic surgery or fillers or if it's with contouring with makeup. Like there's just some people that don't understand that us actors sometimes wear a lot of makeup on screen because we've got a lot of lights on us that are bleaching us out yeah. and to show our features. But in regular life, we're not wearing that much makeup. Right, right. Like, I don't have foundation on at all today because um, I'm not on stage like, <laughs> You know, I got to let my skin breathe. Right. How, so. um, health-wise, um, mm-hmm. how, the, I mean, everything, everything has um, its dangers to it these days. Um, how... How much of a risk are you taking by, you know, getting plastic surgery, getting getting the uh, facial uplift, the uh, lifts, and I mean, I don't know all of the different terminologies for no, all I of know. the different um, stuff or whatever, but how, you know, just just your professional perspective on it. Well, I think there's different levels. So if you do the more extreme where you have surgery, every surgery is a risk, right? right. There's um, risk with the anesthesia 
or so on. So, or it could be risk that they mess you up or that right, right, you're going right. to someone that's not board certified as a plastic surgeon. And just recently, only because I'm friends with some of these people, breast implant illness is even an issue. So yeah, it's exactly. one of those things, like, is it worth the risk? Right. As opposed to the more like um, lunchtime procedures of getting fillers or Botox or the traditional just needle or laser treatment. Right. There's not as much of a problem because most likely you can outgrow whatever it is in a couple of months. The results are gone. Except for lasers because there's different lasers that can work all the way down to the dermis that's deeper than where lotion can go, so to speak. So for those, yes, they'll be long-term. But for the most part... If you really trust the person that's doing the work, then you should be really happy with it. But do your research. Google, um, check, get references, meet people who've gone there and what their thoughts are about that person as far as how they look. Or um, I always say reach out to your hairstylist because a lot of times their clients will tell them things that nobody else might know. Right. And, and so they can tell you maybe who to go to, or at least a jumping out point. Let me ask you this. Um, being that you've been in the entertainment business for, for quite some time, um, how, do you, how do you feel about um, the entertainment business as a whole? Like as far as um, people networking, people wanting to work with um with each other, um, you know, people in positions, you know, creating other opportunities um, because, it, you know, there's so much talent out there um, that may just need, you know, some guidance or some resources or something like that. Um, how do you, how do you feel about it? Well, so uh, that's a loaded question. Let me see. Where do I'm packed? Um, I think networking is great. I love that with social media, you have instant access to people normally would have gatekeepers to keep you from. Right. And it's kind of easy now to find out who's publicist is who or agent or whatever to find out who you need to talk to. I mean, IMDB being a great resource. There's so many different options as far as networking. But I also think people need to know who they're networking with, like who's the right people to communicate with. Like the PA might not risk his job to help you, but somebody else might. Or not necessarily risk their job, but you need to know who's the right people to even network with. Right. Uh, like a lot of people would try to get casting jobs through me for my dad. And I'm like, he's not a casting director. He doesn't make those decisions and he wouldn't, put his job on the line for one of my friends. Right. I wouldn't even ask him to. So right. I've made the mistake of asking before for a favor and it blew up so badly. Never. <laughs> He's kind of like at the point now where if it's through me, you know, like just it'll be a pass. They need to find their own way to get to him. Right. I get that. But I do. I do love all the social media aspects for networking is the access. I mean, I live in North Carolina and I'm able to do a show and meet people from all over the world because it's also a podcast and it's streamed live and different things like that. So, 
Right. And that's what I want to ask you too. Um, you currently uh, hosting an uh, entertainment uh, entertainment segment on this E Spot um, with Camille on the Sports Shop. Let's talk about that and how that opportunity came about. Well, so I'm one of those girls that doesn't wait for opportunities to knock. I go out and make opportunities. So I was supposed to be on this talk show called Unapologetic Live. And part of that was going out to try to meet women to be guests. And in the process, I joined um, the National Association for Black Journalists and was going to their monthly meetings and ran into a friend of mine that I've known since 2003 and found out he had a radio station uh, or a radio show. And I was like, dude, when are you going to have me on your show? I'm entertaining. <laughs> and he was like, hmm, well, I have an opening on this day. Let's see what you got. I brought in my girlfriend, Monica Benton, who's the producer, and she was doing this great event about the business of entertainment. We were on for like 15, 20 minutes, I think. And then afterwards, he was like, can you, do you think you could do a show every, um, every other week? Wow. And of course, I was like, that's easy. Right, Because right. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of doing all of that by myself. So just to have somebody else to work with and just have to only cover entertainment as opposed to before it was any hot topic event that kind of was women-centered, but now it's completely different platform and audience. Like it's, since it's a sports show, it's mainly men. And to be honest with you and everyone watching, I don't have a very strong sport education. Like I played soccer up until my senior year of high school, but that's when those were sports. Um, are you, is that the space that, that you want to stay in or, um, it just kind of shifted to that? I'm enjoying it for now. I feel a little bit, it's a great opportunity. I love it. I'm having fun with the guys. It's like having the siblings I never know I needed. Right. Type of thing. Um, but as much as I love it, I'm, I'm an entertainer. I need to be in front of a camera or on a stage. Like, that's my home. Right, right. So, yeah. I mean, I'll do any type of entertainment job I can get, for that matter, in the sense of if it's a radio show every week, I will take that. Right, right. Because I'm loving it. I'm having a lot of fun. And then I'm getting ready to start doing acting classes and other things. Uh-oh. That are coming up soon that I can't talk about because I'm still in contract negotiations. But but you're gonna come back on, on here and talk. You're gonna come back on here and talk about it. I want I want the exclusive. Oh for sure. Oh for sure. <laughs> no, I might um, have to get the exclusive to the radio guys, but you're second on the list. Yeah, sure. I mean, as long as I'm on the exclusive <laughs> list. I'm good. Oh for sure. Nah. <laughs> I gotta look out for my Louisiana, right? That's right. That's right. Now let's uh let's let's take time out to um shout out all your people, family, friends, fans, uh loved ones, coworkers, whoever you want to shout out. Let's shout them people out right now. Show them some love. Oh, well, of course I have to shout out my husband first, Jason Tower. He's the best husband in the world. I'm very lucky to have him as a support. I have to, um my grandmother, Mama Bessie, who's the picture behind me for those that are watching me live stream on my Instagram, the real Camille Tower at oh at the real Camille Tower. 
Um, she's currently in the hospital and I just hope she gets well and I will see her tomorrow and I can't wait. Um, my mom is so supportive. My dad is also so supportive. I love so much. Very thankful for my parents. All my friends that are watching, Holly, Danny, Clay, Jennifer, Brian, Carly, my cousin, Terry. Uh, let me look. There's more. I can't read sideways. So all my Instagram friends that are watching and Facebook friends that are watching. And all the new friends I'm making today in Baton Rouge. Exactly. 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 Now wait, tell me how to pronounce your name now that I think about it. Now, my name, right. my, my name is, is Kevin. Uh-huh. Kevin uh, Hampton. Kevin Hampton. There you go. Like Kevin Hampton. <laughs> yep, I did my research. Kano to Don. Kano to Don. Like I'm Kano, glad I didn't Kano, Kano duh. Kano Don. Kano duh Don. Duh. Oh, Kano da Don. Kano da Don. Yeah, all together. It was, oh, it was Kano for a while. I hit it like yeah. the Don Juan. Yeah. Kano yeah. the Don. Yeah, like I added, uh-huh. I added the Don. That was when I was I was uh, I was a rapper, artist, whatever you want to call it. Then was in that. Right. Movie. I listened to some of your music on SoundCloud. Oh my God! I'm gonna have to oh, send yeah. you some of the, the and Facebook. new current way up to dates. Now, that stuff is. Oh, good because the only thing I found was like up to 2017, I think. Uh, I was there. Yeah. I, I got I got a couple albums put up in the vault. Right. I'm, I'm gonna have to get you some stuff over there that you check me out. Over Please I'm do. Retired though, I'm I'm retired uh, from. I let the let the youngsters have That's what I keep saying and uh, about being a makeup artist and jobs keep popping up and I take them. So. Well, I mean, we ain't going to miss a bag. We're we not going to miss No, nah, I bag. don't say nothing. <laughs> there's money on the table. Yes. I'm performing. No. Um, <laughs> or there's behind or in front. <laughs> What um now let's let's talk about like okay we got one project that you can't you can't discuss let's talk mm. about um other future um other future projects or, or things that we can look forward to sure well um I have some commercials coming out with YMCA um I just did a photo shoot with Grove Park in the Omni here in Nashville Resort but that won't be out till next year. Um, I work a lot, so I don't remember everything. Um, Lane Furniture, different printouts for a lot of furniture companies. I'm like trying to think that paychecks I've gotten lately. Of course, I have the sports shop with recent KMAX on 99.396.5, or you can watch live on the WREL Sports Fan app. Definitely got to plug that. Well, while we while we right there, we might as well go ahead and put them social platforms out there in ways that people can connect, get the get the show. Um, let's just put everything out there so people can get connected. Oh, for sure. So at the Real Camille Tower, which is C A M I L L E K A U E R. Funny how I have to use my hands to notice I do. Uh, yeah, no, you, it's one of those dyslexic tricks where you use your fingers for your letters. Anyway, moving on. Um, at the real Camille Tower, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and then on Twitter, it's BK on Air One. Okay, now um, I want to ask you this too. Um, words of encouragement to 
anybody um, that that may be trying to follow your footsteps in the entertainment business or maybe trying to get an entertainment business got got vision but um, just need some words of encouragement need some words of uplift motivation and you had an opportunity to um, to talk to them what what would you what would you tell them I would say be patient your time is coming just prepare for it study um, learn new crafts, new hobbies, just anything you can do to make yourself more marketable, more special skills you can list on your resume. Hint, hint. Um, you're going to get a lot of no's, but the yes is meant for you. Just know those no's aren't. Whether you're too small, too tall, too big, whatever it may be, the right job will come for you. Definitely. But you got to go for it. Love that. I love it. Yay. Now, uh, I like to encourage people to go for it. Because if you have the courage to do this, you should be doing it. Because it's not easy. Right, right. Um, bad experiences. Can we, can, we, can, we get, can we get a bad experience um, throughout your journey in the entertainment business and a good one of your best moments? I want main names because hopefully we'll work together again. But there was an incident that broke my heart because I was very excited about working with this particular actress. And she called, um, I was coming around the corner, so I don't think she knew I was getting ready to hear her say this, but she was like, oh, why is they hiring the fat version of me? Oh, my God. Are you serious? And this is when I was thin, so I was just kind of like, Whoop. I gained a lot of weight on that production because I was very... Um, not depressed, that seems extreme, but just, I was like, well, I guess I'm already fat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and my friends were like, wait, you're the only person I know that goes to Hollywood and gets fatter. <laughs> but, wow. yeah, it didn't stay long, but, it, yeah. It was so eating a lot of craft services and just waiting in between scenes. That, that was, was hurtful, though. She didn't have right? to say that, though. Like, come ah. on. I was like, I looked up to you. Oh, wow. And I still do. She's a fabulous actress. And maybe she just, maybe she wasn't talking about me. I know she was, but maybe she was Okay. Best experience <laughs> thus far. So, as a kid, I idolized Oprah Winfrey. Thanks. Like, I watched her every day after school, like she was my thing. So my mom surprised me because we were working on the movie Women of Bruce's Place. And right. I guess somehow she convinced Oprah to come to our house and eat breakfast with us. What? Wait a minute. Oprah I know. Winfrey. You had yep, breakfast with house. Oprah Winfrey. In our house. Oprah was at your house. My mom cooked for Oprah. Oh Actually, my Oprah owned some of my mom's artwork to go that far back, but yeah. How mm -hmm. amazing is that? How, I mean, I mean how that's why I'm she? like, I kind of met everybody that I want to meet, but the new people I want to meet. Like, there's Rosario Dawson. I really want to meet her, too. How is And she, I really want to meet Ava DuVernay. Like, that would be awesome. How a lot of people. I don't know. Sometimes the more I like someone, the more scared I am of working with them in case they disappoint me, like... The fat version. Right. Comment. How old were you then? I was probably like 13, 12 or 13. 
Wow. So yeah. So you definitely was uh, able to know. So I mean, was she really, really cool? Like she was so cool and so nice, and I was completely starstruck. Wow. Because um, I. I didn't know she was working on the film yet. This is before we had started filming, so it was like all the pre-production stuff. And yeah, Oprah Winfrey was sitting there, and I was just kind of like embarrassed because I wasn't prepared. And (laughs) I remember my mom made eggs, and I was like, "How dare you only make eggs?" Like I don't know. And I thought my mom, because my mom doesn't eat eggs, she's vegetarian. She was a vegetarian at the time, so I was like, "Why would you make something you don't eat?" And I was like scared she wouldn't like it. And right, yeah, and she loved it. Worried about all the wrong things. Man, Oprah Winfrey. Instead of being like, "Ah, it's Oprah." Shout out to Oprah Winfrey if you're listening. Shout out to you. I love you. We love you. Man, let's put those social platforms back out there again for people that want to get connected. Let's put the show handles out there so people can go and check the show out. Let's put all that back out there for the for the slow people. All right. So it's at the real Camille, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-A-A-U-E-R on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can find me on Twitter at CK on Air One. And I admit, CK on um, Twitter, I'm not as active, but I'm working on it. Working on it. As long as you're I'm working trying. on it. Are you on Twitter a lot? Um, I'm, I, I have an account and um, I actually had somebody else that was actually um, taking care of that, but I, I'm not. I'm not really like. Open. Well, I'm dyslexic. So I feel very insecure <laughs> typing on Twitter. I just, I, I have yeah, so, so many things that I'm doing in the course of a day. I just I yeah. don't have that much time to just be tweeting. Typing uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just don't. I just don't. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, I get it. Um, I do more reading on Twitter than writing. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, I just want to thank you again, and you have to come back on the show again. You have any time. This has been a real joy. We wishing you more blessings and more success uh, in the future and in the present, and with everything that you are embarking on, we wishing you nothing but blessings and success on it. Oh, thank you. And same to you. Congratulations to you. This is a great show. And thanks for putting people like me on your show so we can expand our network because your network is your what? what network. Hey, look, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I've been, this has been an amazing year. 2019 has been amazing. I have met some of the most amazing, incredible people. I'm talking. It's just been an amazing journey, man. And I'm just so geared up for 2020. I just know it's 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 just it's going to be the year of prosperity. I can't wait for 2020. Absolutely. So many great things are going to be in the future. I think for everyone, like we're going to have a new election. So many new things that could come from that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Definitely that. Well, we love you. More blessings, more success. We can't wait to have you back on. One more time. Let's thank put the social platforms you. out there one more time so people can get connected. At The Real Camille Tower, Instagram and Facebook, and CK on Air 1 on Twitter. And make sure you're registered to vote because March is election time, so get registered. 
Absolutely. And what what time does the show? Um, what time are you on? So I'm on every Thursday at eight fifteen Eastern time. So seven fifteen. It's too early for people, but seven fifteen for my Louisiana folks or Central time, and then uh, five fifteen for my Pacific and Californians. It's the vibe show. With my lovely, lovely guest. Thank you so much, Camille Kawa. It's going. No, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. I'll have to come to Baton Rouge in person one day. Yes, definitely, definitely. That's the capital where I was born. Blessings and love to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me and have a great weekend and happy new year. Absolutely. Happy new year. We're going to talk before that, though. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right. You stuck with me, buddy. Oh, you know it. You know it. We stuck <laughs> with each other. Love you. I hear it. All right. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Now, do I feel my tongue? Smile to the bank. You know they're my wrong. I am you. I am you. Play for the money. I am you. With this smile to the bank. I am you. Everybody know we're blessed. I am you.